0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. MPB listeners pay attention to quality. They look for quality in their work and their daily lives. If your business cares about quality customers, look to MPB. Go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting for more information.
1: From MPB Think Radio this is now you're talking a show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. Hey, today our guests are husband and wife design team Charles and Talamika Bryce. We'll talk with them about their family Bryce Media and of course the amazing mural that is displayed on the south wall of Barack H. Obama Magnet School in Jackson. Plus, Michelle and I will talk about the latest headlines in the weekly roundup. And if you'd like to be part of the show, well, give us a call. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You can email me at marshall at mpbonline.org. Hey, stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio.
0: You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB
0: Think Radio. Happy Monday.
1: We are going to have a great show because, to be honest with you, I have uh, two incredible artists in the room, and I, we're going to end up geeking out about art. So you're just going to have to hang on for this. we got husband and wife design team Charles and Talamika Bryce. Sorry. But yeah, it's Monday. No caffeine in the head. We'll talk with them today about their family, Bryce Media, and, of course, the amazing mural that's displayed on the south wall of Barack Obama Magnet School in Jackson. Um, we're going to talk to them in a little bit. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Michelle and I are back. Yes. Michelle, back in the studio. Last week you interviewed what? me. That was. How did that feel? Oh, I was so much pressure. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know how to talk about myself for an hour. That, is, oh, that was tough. Really? Um, yeah, no, trust me. <laughs> it's the one interview I didn't have to do any homework for. Exactly, so, exactly. It was easy.
2: But you know what? Um, I can tell you that I was really amazed at the stories I heard about um, Banjo. And, <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. know a lot of that. And a lot of people came to me and said they knew a lot about banjo, but they didn't know that story about when he was in the um, um, hospital. Yeah, They didn't know that story, so it was interesting. A lot of people... I do a lot of speaking
1: and Mm -hmm. I always tell that story and it's you know, when you speak, you want to get them all over the map. You want to make them laugh, you want to make them that one, you can see everybody in the room because they start to cry, yeah. you know, and yes. you hate to do that to people because you know it's going to have a happy ending. So usually when you say, well, you know, his eye popped open uh, <laughs> and then he walked out of there, everybody's like, oh, exactly. hey, thank goodness. But yeah, he he was such a good dog. Oh. I mean, he really was. But, you know, last night, I mean, I was up late working on homework and, and uh-huh. um, Pip came in and she just looked at me and scoffed and went to bed. You know, she's <laughs> like, how dare you stay up past 10 o'clock? And so I come in, I finally lay down and she just looks at me and she comes over and she just lays her head down in the crook of my arm. Oh. So I was like, what a sweet
2: dog. She's getting, she's coming around yeah getting used well to no he. she loves my wife yes, I so mean, saying, she's, she's getting, getting she's getting looks, used to me right.
1: yeah she's like oh yeah this guy will feed me occasionally I, maybe i
2: should <laughs> throw him a bone here. or she says i guess he's gonna be around for a while at first i didn't know what his role was here i uh, like my mom but yeah he's dad, gonna be
1: around for a while exactly. that's good yeah well, he's gonna be here I hope, I hope she's talking to my wife <laughs> i hope that's where she's getting that information from i'd hate to think that well how mean. was your weekend it was good um tough because the news we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that in a minute um You know, my son came home from college, which was great. And, you know, so I I did a post about this. It's so true. When I was a kid, my my grandparents would come down from Tennessee to Georgia, and it would take two and a half hours. And that was the longest two and a half hours of my life. I'd sit there and wait at the front door for them to pull up. I'd be so excited. And here I was this weekend, like a little boy sitting at the front door waiting waiting for for my son son to come home. (laughs) And it's like he came home. And because – you know, we have three kids, and so with one of them being gone, obviously the dynamic of the family is completely different. And so for when he comes back in the house, even if he's taking a nap, it's we're back to normal again. So it's it's, uh-huh. so it was comfortable. It was really a lot of fun, and I know his brothers liked having him home, too, and, and, uh, you know, because he's been really busy because it's his first semester in college, Mm -hmm. so, you know, gosh, he's got all the school, and his grades are really good. I've been real proud of him, but he's getting involved in some fraternity stuff, which I'm proud of him for that, too, and so he's a busy kid, and so for him to be able to break away, because he'd actually had a volunteer project at at a veteran's home, Mm. and he left from there to come down to be with us, and so that was great. My middle son, of course, did regionals and the cross-country thing, you know, because we talk about that occasionally um he came in fifth out of 75 that's good. and uh is, is all region he got that he got a little certificate and got a pr i think he ran 1754 for a 5k that's mm-hmm. 3.1 miles so he was booking it i think it's like 540 average and uh so next week he's got state he's going to run in the state so i'm really excited he's a sophomore so i mean he's still got a lot of growth to go but gosh he's doing well and that's um good. you know it's you know, like your daughter, it's like you, you're just proud of them because they're out there, they're competing, and they're mm-hmm. learning some life lessons right. that are just strong. Speaking of my daughter. It's basketball season. Yes. Yay. And um,
2: the opening season hasn't begun yet. It's on,
1: they have Saturday games. So they're undefeated so far. Uh, right. Yeah.
2: Well, actually, no, going to say this week. Oh, they lost
1: already? They did not even uh,
2: Varsity had uh, a tournament, a jamboree, they called mm-hmm. it, at Murrah all day on Saturday. So they, I was at her school at 730. 30 that morning. And uh, she played. <laughs> yes.
1: she. <laughs> OK, back that up a little bit. Saturday morning. You were
2: <laughs> at, not 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 at my other station at 10 normally. Yeah. Seven o'clock in the morning.
1: Oh, that's funny.
2: At her school, driving her off. They got on the bus. They went to Murrah yeah. and they were there until 830 almost 9 o'clock at night. Oh, my goodness night. gracious, what they eat? I know. Uh, she said she had a hot dog, and I said, I thought you guys were going to get on the bus and maybe go to Wendy's, you know, right down by UMC, you know, right there. Yeah. They didn't leave, so she no, had no no, a... no
1: no, no. the only person that's ever benefited from eating hot dogs has been Babe Ruth. <laughs> Nobody else ever did that for
2: I know, I was very concerned, but i when I picked her up, we got something better to eat and <laughs> yeah, I um, hope so <laughs> and she said the varsity they lost two, I think they won two, but that wasn't that was odd for them because summer league this mm-hmm. summer, they beat everybody. they lost one game out of the entire summer league, and that was because they played four games that day. So they went to (laughs) MSU and played some games up there, came Uh, back to the game that evening and lost maybe like two points. It wasn't even a blowout. But uh, I asked her what was the score. None of the games were blowouts. Uh, They were really close. But the uh, varsity and junior varsity teams are working very hard. They work to 9 o'clock at night during the weekdays. Yeah and uh I'm proud of them and so the season will begin officially next week and I'm hoping for a great great season
1: you know the beauty the beauty about cross country that I really have learned to appreciate and love is the fact that the faster your kid gets, mm-hmm. the less time you actually have to spend at the event because oh, right. it's like, man, if this kid breaks 15, it gets down to 16 minutes or so. That's that's only 16 minutes. And see, I can hold my breath now for 17 minutes. <laughs> I've learned that because I hold my breath the whole time he's running. You,
2: that's what I do when I watch the games. It's not. Pl- and I hate to say this. It's oh. not a pleasant feeling. No, it's I'm, terrible. I'm on pins and needles, and normally I'm on the mic. So in you know middle school, I was hosting the basketball games and watching my daughter's team. Uh, see,
1: I couldn't do that. that It'd be such a homer. It exa- would be done, yeah, it would be terrible. <laughs> but they were
2: undefeated. So Maybe? imagine every game we had to. Win because we have never lost, so it was more intense every game because yeah. we didn't lose. Oh one. yeah, I know exactly. I and was like, "Oh my God, this is hard." And everybody was like, "Just wait to high school."
1: I I like Michelle, and I really like the fact that she's doing the call in the games. But I really wish you would call out somebody else's number and her own child. <laughs> you know, I, you can almost hear that right now. And
2: I was not. I was not biased. I can't say that.
1: <coughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I believe that because the, <laughs> no, there's no pride in your voice. None.
2: <laughs> the only thing I did I can say when we won. Or when we were ahead, out they wouldn't. It would be known what team yeah. I was going for. I mean,
1: right? See, now, now this is this is a great, I think, segue from where we need to go with the conversation. Exactly. Because here, you, you and I, um, we got a few things in common, but we got a lot of things different about us. But here we are. We're having a conversation about the one thing in the world we probably love more than anything huh. in the big wide world of, is our kids, mm-hmm. right? So we're talking about this. So we have this little currency that we're talking um, over the last week. We have the news has been dominated by some people that have been really hateful. Now I'm not going political on you here, folks. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is not a political show. I can do one, but (laughs) we're not going to do it here. Uh, We're going to do. We're always about people here. Mm -hmm. We're about humans, and we're about hope, and we're about good stories, and we're about the best of what's going on in Mississippi. Um, I was really, to be honest with you, very disturbed. With some of the things that I saw over the weekend, I think most people were. And it's kind of stupid if you're not. I think there's probably says a lot. Of, you probably need to do a gut check on who you really are if you weren't disturbed by what you saw. Um, but it seems like maybe we're backsliding on some stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I really honestly uh, would get up and do a sermon or preach or do whatever. But here's the thing. Right now, we can't do anything about the past. We can't really do a lot about the future except for what we're doing right in this very moment. And, you know, we all need to take a gut check, take a look in the mirror and say, OK, what am I doing right at this moment to mm-hmm. make things a little bit better, mm-hmm. to make the future better? Because if you want to move the needle in the future, you got to take care of now, this second. And I mean, I'm really bad about that. I'm mm-hmm. like, in my yearbook, I even procrastinated on my quote for my – for <laughs> and it talks about procrastination I turned it in three days late. Wow. That's how bad it was. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm really bad about pushing things off into the future. But we really need to sit down and say, OK, because there's a lot of good people out there it right is. now. And, and, you know, we got three yahoos that mm-hmm. basically are evil to the core. Right. Got most of the attention on the news last mm-hmm. week. Um, I had a good friend named Ron, Ron Ainsworth. Uh, a lot of people might know him. He sold real estate here in town. I mean, Ron was one of those kind of people that when you saw his Facebook post pop up, you were glad. Because a lot of times people, oh, Facebook, it's like, wah, wah. You know, they're just talking about, oh, my gosh, I got bursitis or all this stuff's going on. I'm that way. I mean, you know, you got to be careful. <laughs> Ron was always in a good mood. And he was always cheery. And he was always encouraging. And he was always doing things to help people. And he was always finding ways to make a difference. Ron wasn't famous. Ron wasn't – y'all probably didn't even know Ron. And if you're in the Jackson area, you probably did because he got around in that sense. But Ron moved the needle. Every single day he moved the needle because he figured out a way to think of something bigger than himself. Mm -hmm. Ron wasn't a victim. Ron got shingles, and it ended up in his spine, and it ended up killing him. And, you know, and I struggled with that over the weekend, and I still struggle with it because how can somebody like Ron, who we need more Rons, taken from us when we got these other people that are doing these horrible crime things. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's when I hit my knees. And that's when I start talking to the sky and start asking for, you know, what I need a little bit of guidance on that. But we have so many good people around here and we have a lot of good people in Mississippi. And you're going to hear from a couple of really awesome people Mm -hmm. here in a few minutes. And I'll say that. But at the end of the day, it's so easy to get caught up on what makes us different. But like Michelle and I, mm-hmm. we like to talk about things that, mm-hmm.
2: you know, we can relate about. And, you know, in counseling, I know I'm not going to try to go uh, clinical I, right she, now.
1: She goes <laughs> clinical on me every time the on-air light turns off. But what so. you're
2: talking about is uh, taking those layers. I'm going I'm to dumb it down a little bit. Not for oh, you. thank you. I appreciate that. Not for that. you. <laughs> but no, taking oh. those layers. Okay, let's talk about Shrek. Like Shrek said, people have layers, okay? So take the layers away and you will realize that we're all the same. Damn. We all love. We all hurt. We all have families. We all oh, we all need love. We're all the same inside. Take away all those facades and those uh, um, outer layers that you think make you different from someone else. And it doesn't even exist. We all bleed red. We're yeah. all human. We are part of the same race, one race. And I say this often, but there's no <laughs> black or white We're it's one race. And it's called the human race. And we're all here on this earth together. And that's what we need to concentrate on. And number two, if you want to have a voice, vote yes. this coming up election. Just, uh, and when you vote, you're giving yourself that voice. You're giving right.
1: you letting your voice be heard. It's like social media, except it actually makes a difference. Exactly. You so, know. you know, <laughs> You know, it really is. You just, and you even got a screen. That's what's so cool about it. Hey, look, you can hit a button. It's like, exactly. oh, it's, like it's like a Snapchat poll, just a bigger machine. It's awesome. But But you're right. And I mean, it's, I think the last special election we had like 18% turn yeah, out. Yeah. 18%? Mm-hmm. I mean, good grief. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'm not even telling you how to vote. Go vote your conscience. Go vote mm-hmm. your heart. Go vote what you believe in. Learn about what's going on. I about to say, learn about the issues. That yes. always helps, yes, too. it does. But, you know, we got Halloween coming up, too. So, boo. Just want to <laughs> let you know that. So, Ah, you know, I like fake monsters. They're a lot oh, more fun stop, than real stop. ones, definitely, as well. Well, forget monsters. we got a couple treats. No tricks coming right. up. we got a couple treats well, coming in. Well, we have in. some
2: art monsters. We call them art monsters. They are monsters in the game of well, art. And I tell you what, oh, we're going to geek out about art, because <laughs> we've already
1: been doing it. It's going to be fun. we got the super design team, Charles and Palamika Bryce. They're going to be coming up and joining us next. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio.
0: Whether traveling through Oxford or Tupelo, stuck in traffic in Jackson or Meridian, or cruising along the coast in Biloxi or Ocean Springs, MPB goes with listeners wherever they go. Your company's message can go along, too. Go to mpbonline.org underwriting to find out how. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. All right, welcome back. This
1: is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Happy Monday. Michelle and I are here. We're going to take good care of you today. And thank you for listening, by the way. Never say thank you enough. Really glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here too, to be honest with you, because I have a couple really fun guests in the studio. Uh, We've been laughing it up when the off-air line is light is on. A couple incredible, talented folks that are that really know how to hustle and really admire what they do. We got husband and wife super design team. I like that super design team, Charles and Talamika (laughs) Bryce. Uh, By the way, happy 18th anniversary! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Now uh, we got to get this straight. This is not 18 years of marriage. This is 18 years since you've known each other. And frankly, anybody who's been married a long time knows pff, that counts too. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah.
3: Let's, so actually it was 18 years ago to the day yesterday after seeing the exorcist. You saw the exorcist oh, on your first date? No, go. no. It wasn't okay. our first date. It was. Okay. It was the it was the. Oh, date. tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> really. This is getting good. Yeah. Don't yeah. edge wrong. Don't okay, edge your own. Okay. This wrong.
1: may be the last time y'all speak to each other. <laughs> so this is going to be excellent.
3: See, he was supposed to be teaching me martial arts initially is what I uh-huh. was supposed to Yeah, I tried that on
1: my wife, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll teach you Kung Fu, baby. Yeah, it, it didn't it, work. It's a tactic. Really yeah, it's a yeah, tactic. It is. It was, yeah. There you go. Fist bump.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was like, you got to see this movie, The Exorcist. I've never seen it before. And it came out, I think it was his 20th anniversary or whatever. She yeah. never saw The Exorcist? She
4: never saw The Exorcist.
1: Did you see E.T.? I did. Okay, I did so you are 50%. Okay, yeah. that's okay.
3: Yeah. So um, afterwards, he asked me to be his girlfriend Aww. 18 years ago yesterday.
1: And what did you say?
3: I said, okay. <laughs>
1: okay. just I,
4: and, I asked her in the movie theater. Did you really? Like, while we was watching the Exorcist, the part where the head turns around. <sighs> yeah. And spins all the way around and ah, do all
1: that good stuff. Very romantic. And, uh, and now that you have kids, you see you've seen that several times. Yeah. 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 Especially when they like get stomach viruses and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Seen the exercise. Um now the question is, did either one of you scream during the movie? Because uh, that always makes a good first impression. I don't
4: remember. Did this was the uh the remaster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did the remaster yeah. on it. Um, cleaned up the graphics and all that stuff and um I wasn't scared of it, but I knew the true story that happened behind. Oh yeah, he, he
3: laid all that in there. And I, he was... I
4: didn't tell her until after the movie that this was actually based off a true story. Yeah, and, it is. And the uh, character Our... wasn't a female; the character was a male. In the real story.
3: Yeah, we we've talked about yeah, that before, and... did we not? Uh, did
2: I'm not I'm not rehashing. Yeah. Okay, we're
1: gonna do a movie review show. <laughs> <laughs> really old movies with Mar- Marshall Charles <laughs> <and> Talamico. <laughs> Next week, we're going to talk about The Godfather. <laughs> it's a new movie. You're going to love it. Probably got some sequels coming too. We'll, we'll get into that. Charles, you're a photojournalist and a business owner. I like that. That sounds good. Tell Amiga, you're a full time artist and full time mom. I think full-time mom, pretty much anything. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, if you've heard Michelle and I talk, that can be really 99% of your day. (laughs) Yes,
3: it is. We were Mm -hmm. actually just having a conversation about that, you know, with this whole 18 years thing. Yeah. Um, When we went to pick up, because usually I'm drop-off pick up, pick up my son. I have a routine, and he's, like, (laughs) talking about how we should go trick-or-treating, and it was just all great. But what he forgets to mention is I'll be the one doing the trick-or-treating. Right. He won't be. And it was the whole thing about I have this system. When I pick them up, I take the information out of the folder and I put the folder back. And he's like, we're going to take this folder one Friday. We're going to take this folder. It took two weeks for that folder to get back <laughs> mm-hmm. Two weeks. And that was when my whole damn it, Charles type of thing. That's, yeah. that's what we're looking at the next 18 years. It's probably going to be a lot more. Of those. Oh, yeah.
1: Trust me. Yeah. Well, the good news is um, once they get to 18 years old, they sleep all the time. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, you're like right now. You, I remember my son would be like at six o'clock in the morning. You'd hear on the baby monitor when he first started talking sun's up (laughs) you know just beautiful sing-song voice that boy hadn't seen a sunrise in a long time you know (laughs) it's like how did you do that when he gets up at one o'clock it's like I would have had to change the sheets I can there's no way I can sleep that long as well uh you're both Jackson State grads or you went to Jackson State yeah actually
3: that's where that's where we met
1: okay and um and you're gonna which one of you is gonna be coach for now
3: uh, I guess I have to put it to Charles. Charles used to play in the Boom. Actually, it's kind of funny. <laughs> That's how. He oh, got... that
1: okay. Now I've got total respect. <laughs> <laughs> so what instrument you play? Uh, I was a tenor drummer.
4: Nice. Yep, So, uh, I actually the original thing was I wanted to play snare drum. Yeah. But um, I wind up moving to the tenor drum because those guys were like super awesome and it's like
1: okay so it was in a broken dream situation yeah, yeah okay, exactly and,
4: it, and and it was like one of those womp womp womp
1: oh i'll take this tenor drum over here okay yeah. you know since y'all <laughs> yeah.
4: still giving me a scholarship and all you know i'll take the tenor drum and yeah. i'll just play sideways you know that's, you play sideways I'm yeah I'm sideways i could dance better so y'all <laughs> could y'all could do y'all thing i'll do over here <laughs> but no, nah, i i uh i was in the uh the summer program right at Jackson State, and um, I was there the whole entire summer. Oh, nice! And she came in one faithful afternoon, mm-hmm. um, like June something before school was, before summer school was letting out, and um, the fall session was registering. So she was coming back and forth checking her emails. That's what she
3: do every. That was not week. what I was doing. That was not what I was doing. She,
4: well, she came in to check with the teacher, and <laughs> then like Michelle, do you time, do marriage
1: counseling too? <laughs> Just checking. I'll schedule them at a later. Date. <laughs> just <checking. laughs> uh, I'm just seeing where this interview is going, so I just figured free counseling with every interview. divorce. But
4: <laughs> But what, what happened was uh, me and um, two of the instructors, Mr. Jennings and um, uh, Mr. Mayers, they we were all talking about the boom. We, yeah. was, we was just discussing hazing at oh, that point in yeah. time when she walked in. But, you know, we was all loud as guys, like, yeah, 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 blah, I believe in this, and believe in that, and yada, yada. And um, this lady came, this young lady came walking in the door with her little halter top and, oh, and this little belly chain. And and I remember she had some blue jean pants and uh, had her little hair done like Aaliyah a little bit going there. You know, Aaliyah uh, was one of my favorite, you know, sing, you know R&B artists. Yeah. But, anyway... Mr. Jennings got up and was like, oh, Tyler And I was like, you, time stopped. And you know how, if you've ever seen the X-Men movie, the new one, where you got uh, Quicksilver yeah. and he was running and everything was stopped, He was pushing bullets out of the way. Yeah. That's exactly the moment right there. And Mr. Jennings' lips was moving real slow. And then I saw her, like, talking. And I saw the eyeball make contact with me. I was like, that's going to be my wife. Mr. Mayor's was wow. like, yeah, right, keep dreaming. That's Talamika. That's what you see. <laughs> I was like, oh, just watch Pete gang, Pete gang."
3: So, actually, I thought he was a little kid. I thought he was 16. Yeah. yeah. And. <laughs> I love getting the other
1: side of this. Yeah, this, is
2: great. this is so funny. So you were pushing he,
1: bullets out of the way. You're pushing him <laughs> out of the way. And
2: I know you guys are listening, but if you were looking at this right now. Oh, no, now, that's great. I, it's I, funny. I, 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 we
1: need a video podcast We do. We, this. we do. We this really is do. great. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, I thought he was 16. Uh-huh. That was during the time with the whole R. Kelly skate thing. And I was like, I'm not getting caught up in that. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> how old are you, little boy? And he said, uh, show me some ID. Please show me <laughs> his, his driver's license. And he's actually a year older than me. And he was just so friendly and so chipper. And I was. he came up to me, hi, my name is Charles, Charles Bryce. And I'm like, uh-huh. No,
4: uh-uh. correction. <sighs> okay, correction. Since we was in the sliding studio at that time. Yeah. Um, the yeah. seat, you know, yeah. I was on the other side. Uh, this this chick, I ain't going to mention her name, but uh, <laughs> I kind of went around her and my seat says, Zzzz.
3: Yeah, because the slow. studio was uneven. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they tore the building down, but you could like sit on one side yeah, and just slide out. to yeah. the yeah. other side. Something.
4: Yeah, But uh, she was writing this poem called Jagged Peel. You remember the yes. name? Yes. Wow.
2: See, that's true love. That's yes. true love. That
4: this is see she don't realize that my brain works like differently. Yes, in, I, in time I do. And I do. I do like know that. that much. And and she always speaks with me. She calls me Hawkeye because I have twenty twenty vision. But uh, anyway, uh, she was writing and she was focus- focusing on rewriting something in the paragraph because I remember her doing something and I was like, Whoop well, I got off her for a minute and was like, "Wow, that explains everything I went through." Like a year before I met you,
2: so her anyway, poem, her, her poem, poem yeah. uh, described everything you went through. Yeah, that is interesting. And okay.
4: and it's like that was my first ever big breakup the year before, because the girl that I was with, she she was going to be like a bio pre med uh, student at uh, Mississippi State, and I actually signed up. For, and so uh, did I at one point. For uh, Mississippi State. State. That that was the coincidence there. We both signed up for Mississippi State. And, but I didn't wind up going to Mississippi State because my friends got me to go to Jackson State, and I got a, a, a half scholarship.
3: And for, I got an academic scholarship to Jackson State, which mm-hmm. is why I wound up there instead of MSU. Was
1: it a... One, yes. see, you're know, very competitive, so I just thought I'd throw that out there just to get another fight going. Oh, yeah, yeah super oh, yeah, super competitive. <laughs> yeah.
4: And that's that's when the whole thing at the computer uh, at the old Mac we used to have old Macs in the studio. And and she she looked at me and she looked up and down. And then I was like, I know I have a birthmark on my head.
3: Yeah, I was, I was like, he's kind of cute, you know, he's kind of he's right little, he's he got a yeah. birthmark on his head, a little back under his eyes, but he's kind of cute. She's like. <laughs> He repeated it back to me, and it's like, "Oh my God, was I that obvious of what I was looking at?" And then from there, we kind of hit it off, and then here we are, eighteen years
1: later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else happened in between. Yeah. that. <laughs> it looked like he had a mole, and since then, you know, the rest is history.
3: Right. No
2: company. No Bryce. Yeah. yeah no
1: <laughs> Bryce Media. Ch- no, no children. Photography no photography. No photography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your kids are home crying right now. <laughs> Mom and dad forgot us. Because they're listening right now, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Of uh, course. God, you do have two kids, a four-year-old and a 14-month-old. Of course, they're both wildly artistically creative, correct? Yes.
3: Yeah. Um, Honor, our, our, our oldest son is, he's amazing. He's um, really into everything. He has to have his own camera, as he calls it. Yeah. So he has his own camera. And they both like to paint, but my daughter kind of eats the paint at this point in time and crayons. But, (laughs) yeah, they've been there for a lot of stuff. They don't, you know, we're we're nobody to them. I I was there for um, career day and I showed this huge painting that I made of him. And all the kids are like, wow. And he's like picking through my purse for gum. He doesn't care.
1: But um, (laughs) no, no, he don't. Yeah. Charles, you got to spend a little bit of time in Afghanistan in the Army as a photojournalist. That was 2008. Talk about that experience.
4: Oh, <clears throat> that was that was uh, uh, a unique experience. I'm not going to say it was a bad experience because I actually picked up a few tips from you know, you know, keep your head low type yes. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, or how to shoot certain right. angles or not use your flash or because yeah, you become a big target when right. you do that. Um, so we, I didn't take it in the field. I just took my camera and a couple lenses and, um, learned different ways of being artistic because at that point in time, I felt that being really creative, uh, kind of shuts down when you see death, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean you have to find a positive in everything. Right. In order to move forward. And that that whole thing about, you know, moving the needle forward when you was talking about that yeah. that that is a perfect example of two different means. You know, when I left before I left, I was chipper and doing yeah. things differently. And um man, I pick up a pencil and paint and do all I can real quick. And then when you when you go to war that true colors show, yeah. even your own. You know, so uh, I went through a couple experiences where I meet soldiers and then the next day they're gone. Yeah. You know, when I'm writing stories on them, and it's like you kind of lose the pizzazz or you know the the push to be creative. So I shut that side of me down for who even after I came back from Afghanistan. um, The reason why I wanted to be more creative was that's why I created Bryce Media. Right. When I was over there, I had got back from patrol. And I just called her up after like a blackout. We call them blackouts when someone passes away. Yeah. You know, um, I never really said this out in public. When when someone passes away in Afghanistan and your loved ones can't contact you or can't even get any, they they shut everything down. They even put a damper feel over cell phone towers. Wow. No, you can't call out. You can't do nothing until they know what happened, when it happened, how it happened. And then... It comes to the media operations center, we start answering those questions. Uh, a lot of times, not not like per se the top secret stuff. We don't say that, but um, we don't write about soldiers' deaths. I'm gonna correct that. <laughs> but you want to uh, yeah. get out correct yeah. information. Yeah, yeah correct and, information without having rumors yeah. and so forth. Exactly, we right. we we'll just put out a basic um, uh, memo or something to like the upper command and then the upper command makes that decision on whether to disseminate the information out or not. But it's not, it's not just, it's just keeping things in order. And so after that happened, I called Talamika up and it was like, we need to do something different. I can't do this forever. (laughs) And, And that's exactly how I said it. Yeah. And she was like, all right. I was like, so we just start throwing names back and forth. I was like, Bryce something, Bryce. It, I, she wrote down every name, but my mind really wasn't there. And then I said something about Bryce Media. Yeah. And then I was that was the last part of the business conversation. I was like, uh, we got to, have to do like a, what they call a business plan and all that stuff. But Well,
3: what he didn't know at the time was I was, I mean, I had a job at, uh, uh, um, local hospital, I was pretty much like their graphic designer, their art director. I took care of everything. I knew how like freelancing, how hard that was. But when I heard his voice, how, how low he was, he'd been talking about doing something together for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the catalyst to push me ahead because I was yeah. already doing a lot of freelance work. So um, our whole thing was when he got back from Afghanistan, I used to wear his dog tags all the time. So when he got back from Afghanistan, we made a trade where um, I took his doll tags off and he gave me a, a necklace of Afghan rubies oh, wow. and I gave him um, his business card for Bryce Media because I went and incorporated it and everything. And that's how we officially got started in so that's how it got started. Wow. How long mm-hmm.
1: had you been in country uh, when that that moment hit? Mm-hmm. Were you towards the end say, of your tour? I want to say
4: it was kinda, it, it was on the back end of the yeah, tour. the
1: back end of the tour.
4: Because um, that that was before...
3: That was when you were home. That's when you got... Because you came home like the day after Valentine's Day.
4: Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was the end of the tour. She gave me that, but the the whole thought happened, I want to say that was probably September yeah. of the year before. Yeah. So it was yeah. the back end of my tour. Gotcha.
1: We're, we're going to take a quick break. We'll continue this conversation when we come back and talk to a super talented couple. As you can tell, they're... They like each other, too. That's pretty cool. (laughs) we got Charles and Talamika. Bryce, this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio.
0: MPB listeners pay attention to quality. They look for quality in their work and their daily lives. If your business cares about quality customers, look to MPB. Go to mpbonline.org underwriting for more information. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. I hope you had a great minute there. It was relaxing, enjoyable. hope you enjoyed it, and we're glad you're here. We really are. Today we've been talking with Charles and Palamika Bryce. Uh, Their company is Bryce Media. Both of them are incredibly talented, and as you can tell, after 18 years of knowing each other and a couple kids and being married, they've got a great relationship, and I tell you. Um, Charles, you you said that you, you came back from Afghanistan you started. You, you two got together and started Bryce Media. Um, I like the Afghan rubies. I bet those were gorgeous.
3: Yes, they they were. Yeah. Uh, I kept them for a long time until I, I still have them. But mm-hmm. our son broke the neck with some kids. Yeah, I know. A couple years ago, good for those sort of stuff. The story also. behind
4: that, um, real quick. Uh, sure. Two two seconds. Uh, I used to do a lot of uh, dealings with the guy that was in this thing called the Bazaar over there in Afghanistan, which is unique. Uh, I wish civilians can actually see that. But now they do know what a Bazaar is. It's like an outside mall. Right. Right. But the Afghans used to have like carpets and stuff like the old ancient days, you know, where they had the spices laid out. It it was like that. So you go in the bazaar, and I used to just go to this one guy. He said, Hey, friend, my friend. No, you're not my friend. But (laughs) my friend, my friend. He really actually became my friend because we would sit there and talk. Yeah. He'll talk about his culture and his daughter and how he got stuff. And I'll talk about, you know, the things that me and my family did, you know, to kind of relate to one another. But I used to go there every Thursday, every Thursday when I had a chance to talk to him and, um, became good friends and I'll, I'll buy a few things from him and then I'll send it back home and certain things you, you buy, you have to go through customs and all that stuff. So, um, he was telling me, well, we could clean this and send this back to your wife. But the last, I think the last day that I was over there, I went and saw him that last Thursday and it was just so funny. We knew both of us knew that that was the last time we'll see each other and speak to each other ever. And, you know, he was like, I have a gift for you. And that's what the guy said to me. And I'm like, gift. He was like, since you sat and conversated with me, my daughter made this for you. And he handed me this heavy ruby necklace. I'm like, you know how much this is worth? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, this is worth two, Maybe three houses if I did it right. And, yeah. You know, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not giving this away because it was a gift from yeah. the heart." And that was the first time I felt, you know, not being cheated or anything, right? But from a, a stranger, but he genuinely gave that to me. Wow. And and um, and all I could think of was what can I do with this? You know, I kept that thing by my head over the wall. People really didn't know what it was. Yeah. It was hanging on the wall. just in not open, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it was weird because it was prayer beads. Yeah. And, and I was like, this is going to be a gift that my wife loves. So that's how that, the rubies. What a great story. Had, yeah. yeah that's,
1: and, that's really wonderful. First project you did together uh, was combat boots and high heels. Tell us a little bit about that.
3: Wow. Um, like you said that, The whole thing about us both being artists and and having an experience, it still took us a while to dive into, and we're still dissecting that, what it was like. Because even though the soldiers at war, there's a different Mm war on the home front with the wife. So what we did was we put um, a lot of our feelings and emotions and what all happened into the best outlet we knew to express ourselves, which was art, and we created a Huge four gallery space and and those pieces still travel from time mm-hmm. to time. Wow, that um deals with um, my side and his side of the war in Afghanistan.
1: Yeah, I I had about five military wives on one time on another show I used to do. And, like, one of them was the leader of the group and kind of was the one that held everybody together. But I think her husband had been deployed, like, five times. And I, may think, I think at the point where she could have probably done open-heart surgery on her kid and fixed a gas line and a sewer line because everything in the world, you're suddenly having to do everything.
3: Yeah, and yeah. the other part of it was just the integration. And then the worry. Yeah, like the... Uh- I couldn't couldn't watch the news and any knock on the door like any yeah. salesman or anybody oh, like that. Yeah. Any yeah. knock on the door because you don't get a call and it's blackout. You don't yeah. get a call. Um, it's just the knock on the door. So it was that and the the worst part for me, there's this iconic photo that was taken of me crying the um day that he was departed that he departed um for Afghanistan. But coming home mm-hmm. and seeing that empty bed that's also a part of our show. Yeah. And and like, you know, the side where he was and if I make it up am I erasing him? Like all yeah. yeah. All of those feelings, all of those emotions.
1: And it was, it was, it was a, a multimedia, it was photography, graphic art, large scale paintings. So y'all through and writing a, and writing, writing as well. Cause he mm-hmm, yeah.
3: kept a journal while, even though he was a journalist, he kept a journal while he was over there. Oh, wow. And then I
1: wrote as well. That's, that's incredibly powerful. Um, tell me, you created the name and the logo. When he was overseas, I mean, so you basically being the graphic designer, you kind of set all that, that section up. So when you came home, everything, you were ready to hit the ground at that point. How scary was that saying, okay, we're going to hang our shingle out now and we're going to try to make a living doing this?
3: Well, we, we did a lot of work. We did a lot of pro bono stuff. Um, Getting
1: your name out, basically. Yeah, we did yeah.
3: a lot of behind the scenes. And then there was also the whole thing you talk about. With getting used to doing it all yourself, we had a moment in the course of those eighteen years when he came home and he's like, "Where do I fit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I I didn't fit over there." And you've gotten so used to you take care of the trash, you take care of the the the, the um, lawn and all of this. Charles,
1: like, what are you complaining about, man? <laughs> I mean, seriously.
3: Trust me, it, s- it it builds up. No, I know time, what you're saying. So. I know I know this is a very
1: serious conversation, but yeah. I mean seriously sitting there watching, you know, Amy cut the grass would be pretty cool. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it it was pretty cool at the time. At the time well, she was smart still, though. I know well, what you're she saying. got. Yeah. She got people to cut the grass right. for us, but you know, uh it was it was
1: <laughs> she still had to sit there and do most yeah. of the
4: stuff and, and I did feel I feel
1: left out. Did you when you know? were over there did you worry about her?
4: Oh, yeah, Yeah, tons, I would tons. think so. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I'm mostly worried about, like, if something happens. Yeah. I wouldn't get news until, like, weeks later. Oh, wow. Or maybe a month or two. Really? Later. Yeah. So it, if anything happens, it would be my parents or her mother would call yeah. and say something. That was it. I didn't have no friends that would call me like that because I didn't give them the authority to do that. She only had the, the willpower right. to actually call me. So. Yeah, that would have been a sucky moment. So I still think about that to this day and thank God, it didn't happen. Yeah, everything worked out
1: for the best, I would say so. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Bryce Media, what are the sort of things you do? Because, I mean, obviously, the mural is what I'm most familiar with. Uh, I was quite the one at Barack Obama uh, School. It is gorgeous, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and – you know, number one, I was admiring your lettering until you told me exactly how you did that. I thought that was <laughs> that i'm still admire it that 's pretty cool tell talk Talk about that process though of doing a mural like that okay, because so this is i mean do you uh, draw it small, project it large, or do you paint it large and, I mean because if I did it, it would look really weird
4: there's there 's many techniques that you can use to do that because yeah. uh we 're both versed with painting big. Yeah. But when it comes to like a 25 foot wall. Um, you could do different ways and sections. But okay, so I I,
3: I want to intersect right here to to get this little part in. Mm-hmm. So it was a competition. It was a competition. It was a competition to see whose design. Yeah, I had to get, yeah, there, had to there. get that part <laughs> in. Competition <laughs> to see whose design would go on the wall, and I won that. I just want to put that out there. Um, so it was my design that was the winning design. He's an amazing artist. That's why he's my competitor. I couldn't beat him, so I joined him. But I'm um, gonna take a
4: sip <laughs> right now. <laughs>
3: It was my design that went into the wall, but he was like, "We're doing this together," which we did. You it did, awesome. So um we do I think I That's think the Bar- it is teamwork. <laughs> I, I think the Barack Obama thing really combines what we do in Bryce Media. Because mm-hmm. you mentioned the lettering and the way that it's laid out. Like I have more experience in um, graphic design than he does. He has yeah. more experience in photography. So it's like we both can do the same things but we have different levels and right. because we're artists, we do different things. So the Barack Obama mural is actually a perfect illustration of what it is that we do. The way I laid out, the way my design was, was I created like a prominent background. I approached it like I would a poster almost. Mm-hmm. So I did a, a prominent background. I took an image and created uh, an illustration out of it. And with the words, I wanted to make sure that it connected with the audience and got the whole background of the community, so that's yeah. why I use um, Georgia, which is a version of like a Times New Roman that you know the younger generation. I wanted to make sure that it captured everybody. So
1: you didn't want to do Comic Sans. Oh, oh, Almost. don't get no. on that. Yeah. Not you. Oh, I, <laughs> I know. Not. I just surprised I didn't get punched for saying <laughs> yeah. that. Just let you know that. <laughs> oh. So Talamika,
2: let me ask you a question about the a quote. How did you choose? He's, uh, Barack Obama has many quotes. He said wonderful things. How did you choose that one, and why?
3: Well, the thing of it is, with, with any project that we approach, you want to make sure you hit your target audience. Right. And to know the background behind it that the children chose Right, there can be kids once every day. Mm-hmm. The quote
1: is We are the ones we've been waiting for, we are the change that we seek.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that the children chose the name, the environment that it was in, I wanted to make sure that it instilled something within that community mm-hmm. and within those children to let them know who they are.
1: And the and the painting is him kind of looking up at the quote, but also up at the sky, like mm-hmm. he's looking toward something bigger and something better. Yes. That, that's kind of yes. the way I interpret it.
3: Yes, and yeah. it, it combines different elements in that the, the background has a gradient to it. Yeah. So, you know, it's not just a, fat, uh, a flat kind of plum. There's gradient, there's, gray in it, there's layers and the way that we approached the face was and you and I talked about this a bit offline like Charles is really big into realism and I could do it as well but our approaches are different in that you focus on one part right so like with the Obama with the way that the face is there are a lot of different colors there's a lot of different mm-hmm. layers and I wanted to make sure that it had like a kitty element to it so that it had an element of realism but not like a photograph yeah. mm-hmm. but like and then another thing is that it wasn't so real that you couldn't see yourself in it. Right. And that was one of the main things. I wanted people to be able to see themselves in this image.
1: Going full art mode on this thing, the way that you use value on him with the background and with the letters, it really makes him pop off the background because it's got, uh, for people, and I'm trying to describe this for radio, you know, he's wearing a dark suit, but the way that he's backlit. So you can see the line, the, the, Edges where his edges go up against the background are real light colored. So instead of making like white lines, mm-hmm. it'd be, you have the suit getting lighter, and so it really makes him look three D. We kind of yeah. we kind of yeah. went through a tip for tat on that.
4: Yeah, we that, yeah, yeah. It was funny because she would say, "No, no, I'll do this. Just just put this here." I was like, "No, there's a process. Oh yeah, yeah, to getting that highlight right. You know, you you got to get the highlights right in order to make." that look
2: well speaking of like highlights that. what happened to your finger uh, this story is <laughs> yeah. funny during the and tell me what time of the process like when
3: did this happen throughout Ooh. were you almost done
2: was it in the middle or was it at the beginning okay tell them so what happened
3: <laughs> what had happened was um, it was august 12th which was our, our which is our son's birthday mine is the 11th his is the 12th and we were getting ready to it was on a sunday And the grand opening was on Friday. Oh, wow. Okay. And the face wasn't done yet. Mm -mm. And we were getting ready to, um, the background, we had the background, the letters were done. No, we didn't even, we had just finished the outline of him. We had finished the outline and
4: started to uh, paint the coat. That's what it was.
3: That was like, no, on the 11th, that picture that we took that we didn't publish it's just the outline. Cause remember oh, sure. I had spray painted it in the day before. And then you and I on my birthday went and just did the line. So Obama at that point in time was just lines.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
3: um, I was doing a million things in my head, putting the paint in the car and our garage door is broken. And I went to close it and I wasn't paying attention. And my finger got caught in between the ridges.
4: No, she grabbed the ridge. She told me after everything happened, she said that, uh, I realized that I grabbed the middle of the door where yeah. it opens oh, yeah. Yeah. instead of the the ridge Ow. thing. And it's she closed it down, and it just smashed all that. Yeah, and oh. broke
3: the tip of my middle finger five days before the under. Yeah, and it's
1: kind of hard to hold brushes and hang on to things yeah. like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So how did you
2: end up yeah. completing the project? Because actually, Marshall, <laughs> I, I have a saying. picture. Turn the page. I have a picture of her broken finger. Oh,
1: that's lovely. It's the middle (laughs) finger, too. It's really nice.
2: (laughs) But that, to me, that makes a bigger point to. I mean, the picture is amazing. It looks so lifelike. And then if they knew the backstory of that you broke your finger and it wasn't And yeah, the show's got to go on, Michelle. You, you know, that's I, the
1: thing. When you're, you're in art, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, I tore all the tendons of my drawing hand and still kept drawing. My so, goodness. Yeah. And
2: I love that because it shows your endurance and your tenacity. And, and I like to eat. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> that too. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: that's what drives artists. So how did you have
3: me. to um, maneuver around that? Well, it was just like, you know, you have yoga and you have modified yoga. It was just modified painting. Mm -hmm. So I had to remember that I couldn't really use that finger And then my my daughter would grab a hold to the actual cast that was on it So I had to take that off as it was getting dipped in paint And She thought it was a toy So yeah, (laughs) I painted without uh, the cast for that finger And I I think I'm going to keep the nail finally It's finally healing pretty good
1: Yeah, they turn black and fall off It's always like yuck A a,
4: a lot of the times um, we would go back and forth We found a technique that works really well with yeah. the two of us on the lift. Yeah. You I, was ask, the lift. I was gonna ask. I was
1: gonna Did you use the lift? You didn't have scaffolding, or you mm-hmm. didn't yeah, do? Yeah, we like, use the. You we weren't like Spider Man, so you didn't nah. have a rope hanging off the side of the building. <laughs> no. Nah, nah. it, um,
3: it was actually quite beautiful because what we would do is like we would listen to some of our favorite tunes from um, college, almost. Oh, that's cool. And we would have um, on the lift. We'd have all of our paintings, so mm-hmm. we just kind of like a very orchestrated dance moving back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. figured out a way to lay down the layers of the coat with that three dimensional thing. Yeah, where it's like I lay one layer down and then, and then he'd come back. back with the darker and then that would help pull up some of those highlights.
1: So you had enough room on the lift for you to be mm-hmm. able to maneuver around Yeah, yeah I-
3: even with our um, harnesses on and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah it definitely it on that from, from beginning to end, how long did it take? Roughly about two and a half weeks. Yeah, about two and a half, two and a
1: half weeks.
3: Two and a half weeks, okay. Yeah, with rain and all that other stuff. Really? Like oh, oh yeah, we,
1: we,
4: we had to battle that rain. And
3: 105-degree <laughs> heat <laughs> index. Oh, no, right
1: next to brick, too.
3: Yeah, and warm, like warm air does rise, for the record. It really does rise. So does the it, higher you get up, the it, hotter it is. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So you you had to when you finished it, though. And you probably, when you're up close, you know, it's kind of hard to tell what you're doing. You have to back away. Yeah. And, and y'all really couldn't back away because you're trapped on the lift. When you backed away and you saw it finished, what was your – how did you feel?
3: Honestly, it's like, okay, so truth, we finished that thing at 2 o'clock on the Friday that it was yeah. due. The yeah. unveiling was at 7. So we quickly got down, smiled, <laughs> went and took a shower, got our children, it rained, and then we were there for the opening. Actually, we didn't really see. I didn't really see it till like the next day, day. Yeah. afterwards. To really just sit in the moment of yeah. it, to see
4: the paint settle and actually everything dry completely, and then it was like when you when you go to the sign because there's a there's the sign outside. Watch humps or something like that, yeah. and you can go past the sign, and then that's when you see like the whole thing. Pictures don't do yeah, it. No, no, any it's, it's pretty tall yeah so and when like, you go there and see it face to face it's like, Wow,
3: I will have to say this like i'm from a small town i 'm from Kilmichael, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and you know it was this was back for the internet and using Dewey Decimal System, and I found out we had all this stuff to go there and then to see the excitement of the community because I spent a lot more time on the live, but to see the excitement of the community with being this uh, this thing come together. With Bryce Media, one of our main tenets is I fell in love with Shakespeare. Um, I think it's the end of the sun at 85. So long as man can breathe and eyes can see, so long lives this and this gives life to thee. So the Barack Obama mural was like a testament of of a time, of a space, yeah. of something. Because it's the civil, and when any civilization is the left behind pieces, this tells the story of the mm-hmm. people. So it was an honor to be able to create. A piece like that.
1: Y'all are about to head to the art museum now? That's yes. pretty cool. So you can go <laughs> hang out there. What are, you, what are you working on? Obviously not today. You're not anything because you're about to go to the art museum. But
3: Yeah, we've got another uh, public mural coming up. Nice. And we've also got some stuff in the works with the Civil Rights Museum kind of behind the scenes about the, the uh, Barack Obama mural as well. And we're working on uh, a book to talk about our experience with painting that we've also got like some logos and branding, like our favorite thing in the world, because we like to switch it up Mm -hmm. and actually a photography event like next week with alternate routes.
1: So we're we're, uh, same busy. it sounds like every day is different. It is. And I love that. That That is nice. Yeah. That's one of the benefits, I guess, of having your own company. And the thing is, is we
4: all, we, we're we both still doing our own thing. Yeah. You know, like she has her own avenue and I have mine. So,
1: All right. How can folks find out more information about you? www.brice-media.com. And Bryce is B-R-I-C-E. That is correct. That is correct. Man, thank you all so much for coming in. Thank you uh, for having no us. No problem. This was no so problem. much fun. One want to thank, of course, for joining us and want to thank our special guest. Uh, Charles and Talamika Bryce for spending the day with us as well. And if you missed any of today's show and want to hear any past episodes, you can log on to our website at mpbonline.org. Now You're Talking is production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. is produced by the incredible, amazing, wonderful Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy and join us next week for another episode of Now You're Talking here on MPB Think Radio.